Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Well, the person that basically instituted the fact that baseball isn't boring, the person that actually instituted, actually coined the phrase, I think it's on legal documents. And I'm not even lying. I, Joe, I think is it, it an is. LLC? I think it's on legal documents. Patton. Joe Kelly, um, the godfather. There is nobody, uh, if, we, if we're going to do a Thanksgiving podcast spectacular slash Christmas season uh, podcast spectacular because I feel like this is we can hit on both here. We could kill, yeah, kill two birds in one stone. <laughs> yeah, it's called uh, people say happy holidays now. So, yeah, it's the holidays. Well, it's, it's all wrapped up in one. So, this bef- this this get the this get business out of the way first. I want you to look in yes. the camera. I want you to look in the camera, Joe, and tell everyone now because let's be honest, like by the time people have listened to this, well, they'll probably have already eaten. And they'll probably already be turning the page uh, toward Christmas holiday season. Look into the camera and tell me what is the absolute best gift you can give someone for the holiday season. Nothing. You, you come on. Do we? Do, you know, you know why it's the best gift? Because it's not, it's not a good gift or it's not a bad gift. So, um, nothing is is the best. You're, you're, no, honestly, you know what you give the best, the best gift for the holiday is is um, it just depends on on the person, but I think uh, manual labor is the best gift you could give anyone for the holidays, and that's to be determined on on what that definition means. Depends on your age, age, age genre, and your and and your demographic. Um, but yes, manual labor is the gift of giving. Okay, all good, all good suggestions. But in the spirit of book promotion, what is the best gift that you can give somebody for the holiday season? Look into the camera and start. I, 
No. We were specifically told from our people that we're not promoting this, my man. Well, we're going off script. Listen. All right, I'll do it. Listen up, everybody. The best gift you could give someone for these holidays is a book from your very own Joseph Kelly and Rob Bradford. You could pre-order it on Amazon. You can actually pre-order the pre-order where you could get a signed template slash sticker from myself that will go on the book. But the book will be coming out near spring training, so I know it's a little bit early. But there's nothing like a great IOU, especially if it's from yours only, Joe Kelly and Rob Bradford. So make sure you go out there and pre-order. And if you think it's too early, sucks to be you. They're going to be all sold out. Go pre-order. There you go. A damn near perfect game is the name of the book, which I'm, I know that you're still trying to get your head around, but a damn near perfect game, reclaiming America's pastime. Go on Amazon and do yourself a favor. As we said in the previous podcast. And, and, which, and, and if you want to pre-order it for someone you don't even like, there's nothing better than killing people with kindness. So if there's someone out there that pisses you off, make sure you pre-order them a book, kill them with kindness. Um, you know, if you want to send one to Evan Drellick, his book's lagging a little bit behind ours in the pre-orders. Um, someone to Evan Drellick. Mm, that's a great idea. And yeah, also, Brad, R- Rob, you should you should do that. Someone to Evan Drellick. You don't, you don't think I've already done that? And <laughs> and and also, I also know that it was very nice of you, very kind of you, to buy books for the entire Houston Astros team. That was very good. So yeah, gosh. it was. I mean, it's killing with kindness, man. Kill them with it's, a, it's a new year, new me. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So there you go. A damn near perfect game. Reclaiming America's Reclaiming pastime. Reclaiming America's pastime. As we, as we said, as we said in the previous podcast, the, the inaugural podcast of Baseballs and Boring, which, by the way, remains, remains. It did unbelievable numbers. It's It remains, I believe, the second most downloaded podcast after – uh, Papelbon, uh, talking about Bryce Harper. So, wow. Yeah. And, and as you said in that podcast, doing this, executing this, of uh, pre ordering this book, it's like basically giving someone the opportunity to find a $20 bill in their jeans in the wash. Like, exactly. that's what happens when March 14th rolls around or whenever early March. And all of a sudden, this book arrives. You're like, oh, I, what, a, what, a, listen, I got all these gifts. At Christmas or the holiday season, I get all these gifts, but you don't get gifts in March. We are welcome. You do, you do not. You're yes. welcome. You're welcome. So there you go. All right. We got that out of the way. Uh, in all sincerity, I, I wanted to have you on because this is a week of thanks. And we had on, uh, we've been thanking people, having people on the podcast throughout the course of the week to say, hey, thanks for making baseball not boring. Uh, we had Rob Friedman of Pitching Ninja. You like Pitching Ninja, right? Correct. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pitching, of course, Pitching Ninja is the best, and he and he obviously highlights a bunch of your stuff. And uh, we had Pitching Ninja on. That was awesome. We had uh, Zach Frangillo of the Savannah Bananas, which Joe like. One of the revelations of that was you're not a big TikTok guy yet, right? I mean, not really. No, that's okay. But get your head around it's this. Okay. Get your head around this. Um, the Savannah Bananas have three more than three times the TikTok followers as the most subscribed to 
uh, TikTok account in baseball, which is the Yankees. So the Savannah Bananas has over three million. The Yankees have a million. Of course, everybody loves the Savannah Bananas. Yeah. So there you go. So we had them on, and so what I wanted in, to punctuate this entire week, what I wanted to do is say what we are thankful for is Joe Kelly. Thank you, Joe. Thank you for for. Hey, thank Joe. you, thank you for being a great friend and. It's not really any effort from my part for making baseball. You thinking baseball people around the around the league from different different backgrounds. Um, just me being me, but, but you know, I would I would sing uh, the "You're Welcome" song by Maui or uh, yeah by Maui and Juana because um, you're thanking me. But yeah, well, I don't the, know the, words. The, the, the point the point is is that we have to. This is the time. As as a, a um, someone who is rel- uh, related to one of the pilgrims that came off the Mayflower, and I know you know this, Governor William Bradford. I know you learned this in first grade. You know, we all because of that. I always, at least once, one day a year, I wear a hat with a buckle on it. And um, are you going to wear it soon? Maybe. Yeah, tomorrow. Maybe. It's tomorrow. Yeah, it's, you should put it on right now. One 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 day. The one of 365, the one day I eat carbs and put it, wear a hat with a buckle on it. So there I you love go. that. Um, hey, question. Why is there buckles on those hats? It's it's a great question. It's a it's an unbelievable. I mean, this you know, is it's 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 because it was the true one size fits all hat. It's the OG. <laughs> it's the new era. Stole the idea from the pilgrims with the buckle. It's the one size fit all. Just in case you got a little fat, your head got bigger, you could undo the buckle. Just in case you got to pass it down to your son after he's born, you can make the buckle tighter. <laughs> that's, that's it's a one size fit all hat, baby. I mean, you, if baseball was playing during Thanksgiving, other than the winter leagues, they should We'd have ab- to wear hats with buckles. They should absolutely wear hats with buckles on them. One hundred percent. All right, but thank you, thank you for you know this. It was I don't know, like our process began, but really the baseballs and boring. I think the baseballs and boring account started in January and thanks to our yeah, guy. Coop. Very recent. Um, Coop. Yeah. But, th- but in January and so, but yeah, but, but thank you. And the reason we did it in large part was because you are an example of this. And I've told you this is that people, you know, I mentioned that we, we did this book and I mentioned the project and everything else. And they're uh, across the board. There's nobody better. There's nobody better. And it's not force. It's nothing. I mean, are your only social media is is our social media, which is you, yeah, which is which is us. Which you uh, you you should put a disclaimer. I do not uh, necessarily support the messages on here. I support all those messages. Okay, there you go. All right. Um. So uh, yeah, which by the way, I had a great I had a great tweet from the baseballs and boring account today. You did you see the? Oh, you didn't. I don't know if you watch look at your wife's Instagram, but Jock Peterson had uh, had the Aaron Judge had an image of Aaron Judge in the Giants uniform. And he says, um, I got 99 problems, but this isn't one of them. You know, I like winning. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and of course, you know who sings that, right? Yes. Jay-Z. So, yeah. so I had a picture of that Instagram with Judge in the Giants uniform next to Jay-Z. I said, I can confirm that well, there's one person who did not like this tweet, and that's Jay-Z, Yankees fan, Jay-Z, who we hope to have on the podcast very soon. So, oh, <laughs> big, very big, very big, very big. But thank you. Anyway, before we get down to the other stuff, thank you. 
this is a message of thanks. And uh, I hope that um, I hope that you and your family have a, a fantastic Thanksgiving. It's appreciate that. Thank you. I hope you guys have a great one too. All right. Thank you. Okay. That's the end of the yeah. podcast. No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, all right. So before I got a couple of things I want to talk to you about, but one thing that, you know, as I was sitting eating lunch today and then I was scrolling through Instagram and the way that I keep up with, with what's going on in the Kelly household, it's through your wife's Instagram account. Everybody should go to it. And there she had a video of you and you, we had talked yesterday and you said, Oh, I'm setting up Christmas decorations. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, it's not even Christmas decorations. It's not even Thanksgiving. You said all oh, the neighborhood, you're you got gave skip in, it, man. You gave, you gave into peer pressure and you're, you didn't want to be that house in the neighborhood that didn't have the Christmas decorations. And then next thing I know, Ashley is putting up an Instagram story of a video of you, uh, at, at like, 10 30 at night putting up still putting up christmas decorations do tell like what is what is going through your head i mean gamers are gonna game man that's this is real life shit i got three kids it's not like i could just wake up at fucking 7 a.m and and start christmas decorations then i can't wake up at you know i can't start at one o'clock because one of the twins will wake up from their nap so the only good time to start is really at five o'clock at night and then you got to keep going you got to send it you got to full send the whole christmas light experience um until you get it done and so i'm done with the christmas lights but i'm not done with the the, the decor you know we got all these nice little wood stockings um we got a wood train a big train um we got some wood candy canes uh so i get the wood i put up all the nice old-fashioned wood you know people people nowadays do those blow-ups i mean i'm not gonna lie i've used a blow-up before but um, we're uh, we're going like uh, old fashioned, sleek, clean, only white and only red Christmas lights. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Only only pa- hand painted, you know, wood from, you know, people from Etsy or wherever the hell you find those people. Uh, and then you shine some spotlights on them. And then it's just a nice, clean, you know, old fashioned look. So, like I said, I started at five. Uh, it takes a while to, to, to wire everything up. You know, I think I have. Uh, it's Somewhere around 40 extension cords, um, probably eight splitters with a, a six-way prong on it so I could plug in uh, to three different outlets. I'm running out of outlets, so I might need to add another one. Um, but yeah, I, I got done with the lights. The only thing I'm missing is going to be, like I said, is the wood. But, um, you know, I pulled up into the driveway the other night when we came from California, and I noticed that maybe a quarter of the street had their Christmas lights done. Um and I was like, what the hell is going on? And I asked my neighbor why they were up. Um, I saw her yesterday and I said, hey, I'm putting these lights up because of you guys. This is your fault. I usually wait until the day after Thanksgiving. But, you know, traditions are out the window. You know, the, the tradition back in the day was, you know, to get married at age 20 and have a baby by age 22. But now people don't even get married or they get married at age 30 and have babies at age 33. So fuck tradition. So I said, hey, I'm putting up these Christmas lights because of you guys. You guys started the trend. And she goes, oh, no, we, we didn't put these up. Obviously, we hired this company, but if you don't book them so far in advance, they'll put them up a week before Christmas because they get sold out. I was like, oh, but I was already halfway done with my light, so I'm not taking them down. So I'm like, damn it. So I thought they worked their asses off and put them up all day, went outside, but they didn't. It was uh, rich people problems. They just hire a company, but you got to book them early. 
I've never heard of that. I've never heard of a company yeah. like that's first of all, shame on them. That should never happen. <laughs> I mean, all the people that have the lights up, they're all companies because they're older and they have accumulated some wealth in our neighborhood in Arizona. And so they just hire this company and they buy the lights and they're like, Hey, go put them up. And then they put them up. It takes them like five hours. That's, yeah, that's nah. big. I went to Chick-fil-A yesterday and I saw uh, these young kids who look like they play like JC baseball, um, all in red shirts and different color hats. And I went up to go read their shirts and it said, blah, 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 tree light hanging experience. Like, so they were worked for a company. So that's big out here in Arizona. All right. So, specifically. so I got a couple questions. Number one, where, so you have the outside, you're working on the outside. Where's, yeah, correct. When does, when does the tree, when's the tree into the mix? Oh, that that's after Thanksgiving. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, in in indoor decor comes after Thanksgiving. Out, okay. This is only outside stuff. We haven't even brought, we haven't even got the trees in. How many trees? Uh, well, we still have a little one in Knox's room. Uh, we might bang that one. So uh, that's one. Yeah, but we got to clean out the playroom. That's where we put it. So Pedroia had seven trees. Yeah, what's the point of that? I don't know. You have to take it up with him. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to have to. You want to I'm flaunt to his house. So. Nah. One tree. One tree where the presents go, okay? I'm not talking about mini trees. The kids like little decor mini trees. Okay. One tree, though. One tree. Where, one big tree. If it's over if it's over uh, five feet in height, you can only have one. Oh, okay. So Otherwise Santa doesn't know where the fuck to go. <laughs> that what you tell the kids? Yeah. I said, listen, Knox, you can't have a big-ass tree in your room because Santa doesn't know where the fuck to go. <laughs> That's fair. All right. So when you when you finished, what time did you finish last night? Oof, 11. My wife was showering. It was probably 11.30, 28, 11.30, okay. somewhere around there. Do you, turn, do, do you turn to your neighbors and yell to them? They and, saw me grinding. No, they saw me grinding. They're right. Like, wow, and they gathered around and saying, what's this lunatic doing? And then you turn to them and you give them the crotch chop and say, suck it. Like I did this myself and I have the, does it, how does it rate? How would you say that? What was the power rankings of the, uh, the neighborhood right now in terms of direct decoration? I'm number one. Okay. I'm number one. All right. So but everyone, you see this neighborhood is great. After Thanksgiving, ev- like let's just say there's 30 houses, 28 of them are decorated. It's going to be cool. It's, oh, it's it's insane, man. Like it's so. Or the fact that you were putting this up is. Can we just like? Do you just, hate it? Time out. Do you hate it? Yeah, I, I I honestly hate it too. This is the first year I've ever done it. But when I pulled into this neighborhood, and they already had theirs up, I was pissed. And so, I wanted to start it. I wasn't going inside. I wanted to start put mine up because number one, I'm not going to have much time, and this was a good day. And number two, my neighbors heathers up already and so but but that sends the message to your kids that hey kids let's just skip right past the holiday that we're gonna eat turkey of thanksgiving thanksgiving yeah. we're, we're skipping no, past absolutely this. i mean Knox loves it Knox said he doesn't even want to celebrate he hates turkey and it's the worst holiday because we all have to sit around a table and eat, eat food he doesn't like and i said all right let's throw up the christmas lights okay said, all right Guess what we're doing for Thanksgiving tomorrow? Uh, what? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Guess what you're doing? Guess what you did for Thanksgiving when people are listening to this? Go ahead. 
guess what I'm doing today when people for Thanksgiving? <laughs> uh, I think we are going to either Popeyes, KFC, and my or Arby's because my wife has to get over food poisoning fear and picking up dinner for Thanksgiving tomorrow. That's it today. Are you today. serious? Yeah, swear to God, first right. year ever. So this so, is a whole. This is. Hey, the world's gone crazy. So we're skipping over Thanksgiving. We're going to be thankful and we're going to have not going to have traditional dinner. First of all, we have no family here. So that's our reason. Um, my brother's coming over, though. Uh, but second of all, this is 2022, baby. We do what the fuck we want. Okay. So let me set the scene for you. Okay. It's Thanksgiving. The yep. Kelly family is not drive through. It's not like you're picking the stuff up and going to the park. You're literally no. sitting. Are they even are, are those places even open on Thanksgiving? A hundred percent. Fast food. Okay. A couple of them have to be open. All right. So that's where you're gonna sit and eat Thanksgiving at Arby's. No, we're gonna bring it back home. Watch football, oh. baby. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. All right. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're right. not okay. going there. Oh, I mean, let's let's not be sacrilegious here. I mean, this. Yeah, this is that's a that's a poem. I'm appalled by that. Yeah. By the way, did uh, speaking of, I am uh, officially part of the Taco Bell family. So if you want to oh. go there and drop your, so I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you were following this. What Taco Bell retweeted me. Two million Twitter followers. You know why? Do why? you know this? Uh, Taco Bell is my number my number one. Okay, well, I, I have a very close personal relationship with them. What happened? They may or may not be sponsoring uh, you by the end of this podcast. Um, Let's go, Taco Bell. I'm going to Taco Bell for Thanksgiving today. Okay. All right. All right. So on game one of the World Series. Yes. You know Taco Bell's promotion? Yeah, still a base. Still right. a taco. So in the fourth inning. What if I, I tw- what if I try to do a high leg kick on purpose so that person – I really stole that base. <laughs> you give – I like the thinking. I mean, yeah. it's so in the fourth inning, I tweet out, I will buy America tacos if Kyle Schwarber steals a base. Yeah. An hour later, Kyle sure. Schwarber stole, stole the base. Okay. So, so immediately, because you know, I'm very quick and, and, uh, and, and think fast on my feet. I immediately tweeted out a picture of America Ferrara, the actress. I said, congratulations, you can pick up your taco. Get it? America. I bought America tacos. Yeah. That covers yeah, yeah. me that covers me legally. Yeah, hundred percent. And then but the next day, the next day, I went to Taco Bell and drove through the drive thru. You can check out this on on, on Twitter or I'll send you the link. Yeah. The, I ordered two hundred and twenty million dollar twenty million tacos, and they asked. <laughs> but they wouldn't sell them to you without flinching. Without flinching, they asked: A, did I want drinks with that? And and B, did I want any hot sauce with them? <laughs> but so within all within all that within all that, so the one the one Twitter account that Taco Bell retweeted that day. On the day that they did the biggest promotion of their year, yeah, boom, me, you, me, we we're very tight. You're legendary. We're very close. Did you know how much I love Taco Bell? Yeah. Well, again, it's did you put it? Did you put Taco Bell in the acknowledgments of the book? I think honestly, for Valentine's Day, I took my wife to Taco Bell. 
Swear to God, you could ask her. You could get her on the podcast. It was either two or three years ago. We went to Taco Bell for dinner, for Valentine's Day dinner. Was that her choice? Uh, what, what, I mean, did she approve? It was that? a little of both because I think she was pregnant. And she was craving it, so I said, "Fuck it, let's go to Taco Bell." She said, "Yes." Okay. Well, myself, four Dorito Loco tacos, one bean and cheese burrito, extra red sauce, no onions, one cinnamon twist, one regular nacho, one large Mountain Dew. Um, I'm forgetting some, and that's it on a regular day. Okay, so here's what I here's my takeaway. Oh, Ma- Baja Blast, Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Okay, that's for her. Me, me. Oh. That's only me. Okay. Oh, that's your order. Yes. Okay. So this is my takeaway from that, which okay. is, which is, with every book comes a book party, which is basically the only reason why we wrote the book, right? For the book. Yeah, party. Taco Bell party. Taco Bell is, is catering the the book party. No, are they really? I can't. I mean, we can have make that happen. Oh yeah. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh all right. Well, there we 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 accomplished a lot so far. That's good. So yeah. so you you have dominated your neighborhood in Chris, Christmas lights. You are going to fast food for Thanksgiving. Um, yes, we are bringing back buckles on the hat. All of that. Yep. All right. Okay. All of that is all of that is good. Can I ask you uh, a couple baseball related items? Yeah, that's here. All right. There's two things that I want to talk to you about. Which uh-huh. I find, which I find interesting, because you would have a good perspective of it. Um, okay. I'm going to ask you which one you want to start with first. A, what it's like to be recruited in free agency, or B, your take on as Drupal Cabrera clothesline and good guy after pimping a home, home run. Do you saw that? I assumed right. Where is this at? A winter ball. Oh, you didn't see it. No. Oh, so gosh, dang it! So I will. I will. Let's start there because because okay. I'm going to have to explain this. Yeah, so, bring it down for me. Yeah. So it's Dominican Winter League. Yeah. I wish I would knew the the gentleman's name who hit the home run, but he hits a home run. He's like just pipping it like crazy. Like, you know, turning the dugout, whatever. He rounds first. And about five feet after rounding first, as Drupal Cabrera came over and just absolutely lays him out, like clotheslines him. And obviously, bench is clear. So that leads to the whole, like, the whole conversation of, well, you know, we encourage fun. We want fun. We want pimping of home runs to, and to the, well, did a Drupal Cabrera, like, take it too far? Um, There's, I mean, I don't the, think well, we got to ask the Drupal Carrera. I don't think he was mad at him pimping the homer. I think he probably already previously hated this person, and there might be some off field shit. Oh, you think so? I mean, why was it the championship game? Like, why was he so mad? I mean, I've, I've, I've never no, seen he definitely doesn't like this person before okay. before okay. the homer even came about. And Can then, you... then him pimping a homer gave him an excuse to go level him. Could you ever imagine of all the of all the times that you've seen anyone pimp home runs? Could you ever imagine someone doing that on a baseball? Field? I can. Uh, I feel like sometimes it makes me want to do it once in a while, but then I'm like, ah, whatever. Yeah, no, you can't. Do it. I could see it happening. I could easily see it happening. Did Did you ever see anyone come close to it? No. I mean, you've I mean, heard people like jaw back and forth. Yeah, and, like see people like turn their head around, but 
No. What's the, what's the instance where you remember a kid, guy hitting a home run, maybe pimping it, and uh, your teammate or someone or you or whatever, uh, the, the most jawing that you've had where a guy's rounding the bases and he's talking back and forth? I I mean, I can't remember. Maybe my first year in the league when it wasn't accepted. Maybe back right. in 2012. I went out on St. Louis. But there's definitely there's definitely more, and we've talked about this, but there's definitely like the acceptance of pimping home runs is much more this year than years past. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think yeah, I think uh nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody I mean, some, cares. Some guys care because some guys are like, you know, they, it's an excuse to get mad about something. Yeah, but I not that many people. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah. Oh. It's it's so accepted, I feel like. Yeah. It's just like uh, celebrating in the in the end zone now. Like back in the day it wasn't accepted and people hated it. Yeah. And now uh, they just let it happen. It was it was a cra- you gotta you, I'll send it to you. It is crazy. Like I haven't Yeah, I gotta see this. Yeah, I mean it hasn't been like anything. Like the only thing that jumps to mind is the Rufnev Odor uh Jose Batista thing where a guy just like yeah. flats out, boom. But yeah. It's spite listen, the you never played in the winter leagues, right? No, I, I always wanted to, too, but I've always a, either been, like, rehabbing something or uh, through too many innings or anything. Right. I mean, I'd be able to do it, like, if, you know, nowadays, more likely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it seems like it's fun, though. I think it'd be great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, I mean, it's <laughs> Tristan Cassis, the Red Sox uh, Meyer Leaguer, said, you know, I want to go down there. I want to get a, a tattoo of a fire truck behind my ear. I don't know why he wanted to do that, but he's like, <laughs> I'm going to come back wearing chains. Like everyone feels like that. That's all of a sudden the it's it's like going into a speakeasy at a bar. Like you're yeah. you're allowed you're allowed in the door. Now you can actually have entertaining baseball. There you go. Yeah. No, I've heard I've heard it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the WBC is kind of that way too, isn't it? It's getting that way. Yeah, I think so. Are guys looking forward to that? You think? Uh, uh, I have no clue. Yeah. I don't even know who's on the team. Well, I mean, there's, there's, there's I never more. get invited. <laughs> no, do you want you want to look into the camera and, and talk to uh, talk to Team USA and say, "Will you please invite me? I want to represent my country." No, I'd play for Team Mexico. Ooh, yeah, I'm not playing for Team USA. Well, you you probably could. They, they probably need some pitching for Team Mexico. You want to give it? You want to give your? Uh, no, they have great pitching. Oh, they, oh yeah, yeah. Julio Urias, um, the closer or the the setup guy for the Mariners. Uh, who else? You got yeah, the guy that does one hundred and three. Um, they got good pitching. All right, well, more. Victor Gonzalez. Um, who else? But you could play. If you look it up. Their pitching's good. Yeah, well, yeah, I still think they would accept you. Okay. I mean, I could I could Shut play up. for I could basically play for Team Great Britain. They got a team? Exactly. They do. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, my I pop I, my pop time has never been better. Um, anyway, so the other thing is is being recruited by a team. All right? I find this really interesting. And the reason I, as we sit here, immediately thought of you, I thought of that situation, was because Aaron Judge went to the Giants, went to San Francisco, you know, and now he's going to get the name up on the jumbotron. He's going to, you know, get all the, the bells and whistles. And 
you had that experience with the Dodgers, right? Correct? Uh, I mean, no. not the – no? You went to the I Dodgers? I mean, yes. I went to the Dodgers for like three hours, but that was just to like them to find out what kind of guy I was, I think. Yeah, Aaron Judge well. is different. Everybody's trying to like sell him like, hey, look at how nice our stuff is. Look at how much money we'll give you. I've never had anything like that. That's like real recruiting. Like, hey, we'll give you this too. Mine was just like, my recruiting was like only one team. And it was like, hey, this is what we're going to do to make you better. This is what you do that's really good. Uh, this is why we'd like you to play here. Um, and then, you know, weeks, 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 or weeks go by. It's like, and then you get an offer. Um, okay. So that, I only had one experience. And that's just because I was local. Like, they would probably never do it. Like, if I was out of town, they're not going to fly me in. But that's still recruiting. I mean. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's not I guess like. So. You didn't get like the you didn't get like the blue chips duffel bag of cash, but still it's yeah yeah it's I guess it's recruiting. But I'm assuming like the judge thing, like when Harper was flying around, like that's real recruiting. Have you like, ever they talked? Fly to, out, put you in a nice hotel. Have you ever talked to anybody like about that? Like like being recruited? No, I think it's kind of outdated and cheesy, honestly. Really, like that kind of recruiting, like that's what college kids like. Big leaguers are just like. Hey, is your team good? Hey, you have good family? Hey, uh, is money the same as I'm going to offer someone else unless you have a great offer? Like, that's not going to change really anyone's mind, I don't think, when you're that kind of free agent because you know what you're supposed to get. So it's like, hey, now show me what what other extracurricular things you guys have. Can I go take a – can I? do you have like a – do you have a nice bed? I can sleep somewhere. I don't know. Just like little things because everyone, everyone's going to be similar with money for Aaron Judge type player. Well, There's nothing that they're going to show you to be like, oh. Well, you know what I mean? Another, There's no differences. Another part of it, though, is is I think that, and I always bring this up with the John Lester situation. Like John Lester just wa- wanted to stay in Boston. He gets traded the year that you get traded to the Red Sox. He gets traded to yeah, Oakland, yeah. and then all of a sudden he sees, wait a second, there's a light, there's a world outside of here. It's like it's yeah. what probably Bogarts or these guys are going through now, which is yeah, it's it's nice to be wanted. Right. I mean, it's it's what and you've yeah, yeah. probably when you went from St. Louis to Boston, it was, hey, you know what? This is there is a world outside this one world that I know. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. Like. Uh, especially if you're a good ass player on a crappy team and like you've been there for six years, you know, like where you get zero fans like that free agency is probably wild. Like this is what real Major League Baseball looks like. You probably are like. Me, I got a chance to play for real Major League Baseball, it looks like, my whole career. So getting recruited, like, if you were by a team that has a lot of money but has not been a perennial powerhouse, like, their planes are going to be crappier. You know, their, their stuff's going to be outdated. Like, like it's not – like, there's you can't show me something that I haven't already came from which going to make me sell – like, a selling point. Like, ooh, I want to play here. But, like, if you came from, like, I don't know, someone who's outdated, like the Pirates or something like that, and you went to a team that knows all this stuff, you're like – Oh my God! I thought I was in the big leagues, but no, this is the actual big leagues. Like, you know, we got the best chef in the in the state. We got the best, you know, um, you know, training room in the state. Like, everything's like, you know, nicer, bigger, better. Like, that's something that would be a major factor. Like, Aaron Judge came from the big leagues. The big leagues, like, you know, the Yankees have the best food. They bring in like Brazilian steakhouses to come cut it on your plate. Like, so like, there's no, there's nothing that a team's gonna show them that Aaron Judge hasn't seen. So ultimately, it's like, all right, well, what do you do for family? 
Um, what do you do to give me my alone time? Uh, can I not talk? Can I talk to less media here? You know, probably because he's probably tired of sick of, you know, being a microphone. You know, wherever you feel more comfortable, um, what, what can you do for me on that aspect? Because money's gonna be the same, but you're not gonna like have a bell and whistle be like, oh, look what we have. This is new technology. He's like, I just had that. So his is definitely a lot different um, in that aspect, but you know, ultimately, yeah. whatever you ask for, he'll get. Yeah, I, I get that. I mean, I, I just find it and with it. I just have exam, and you're right because I look at it and and it's probably outdated. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Congratulations, it's definitely outdated. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's stupid. You- it's like what we're grown men. Like you can't like ooh and ah me like I'm fucking an 18 year old kid. Like here, Coach K, I'm like I'm Coach K. Come play for me, and they're like, yeah, he's the he's the man. He's the best I've ever seen. Like yeah, that works. Hey, I'm Nick Saban. Come play for me. And kids are like shaking, like, oh, yeah, my parents. Like, what are you trying to tell a, a 30 year old, like, that he doesn't already know about this world? Like, that's almost like the recruiting might honestly hurt their chances, honestly, where they get to like talk to people and like have a conversation outside of baseball. It's like, hey, we got this. They're like, you, you come out of that meeting going, like, these guys are fucking dorks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and he's already got money, so it's not like you're going to show. Like, it's, I would be skeptical on going on recruiting trips. Like, I would if I was an organization, be like, "Hey, we're known for being the best. Let's not even recruit." That's it. Because almost you almost look desperate. Like, get out of here. Like a desperate girlfriend. Like clingy. Uh, you don't. You don't. You don't think saying the boss. Uh, whatever, no. You don't think that like so and so team. Well, matter of fact, now we're talking about this recruiting's fucking whack. Oh, good. It's cheesy. Let's go. It's corny. Okay. I mean, yeah. let's let's go. I'm fine. Let's. I mean, I haven't seen you passionate about it at something like this since Taco Bell. No, Let's go. Recruiting, recruiting is definitely. I'm out. I'm off recruiting. You're out. <laughs> yeah. Nick Saban doesn't go to people's doors. You just want to go play for Nick Saban. Yeah, but they, he has his assistants go to people's doors. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you want to play for Alabama? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, Aaron Judge doesn't need to be recruited. I'm trying to think of who you played with, like teammates. And honestly, I wouldn't even want to go. Like, take my time, waste my time. Like, why would I want to go around the holidays? Like, I got shit to do. Like, why would I want to fly all the way out there? Like, he and I mean, Giants make sense because he's from there. But like, if you, like if you had to fly across somewhere, like, no, get out of here. I got kids. I guess he doesn't have kids. Right. I don't know. I'm off of it. No, I, I hear you. I mean, it's. I will say this: it's different if like you're coming from Japan. Yeah. So I, I guess so. I, I just want to put that asterisk up there. So, it's, but I, I agree. I mean, I agree. As as someone who uh, loved the art of recruiting for high school basketball, um, I I can tell you, it's hey, listen, either you're good or you're not. True. There you go. What are you doing? Where, where are you? What, what are you walking? What's going on? I'm sitting down on my couch. I was outside. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, so, okay. Well, good. So we got the, but you're right. I mean, Aaron Judge is from there. He can go there. I don't think Aaron, they're going to do the Aaron Judge tour. I don't think that's happening. I hope not. Well, it honestly changed my mind about him. Yeah. You have a couple former teammates who are looking for new homes. Yeah. Name, name, name them. Turner, Ballinger. JT. Yep. Cody. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's interesting, huh? Yeah, so I think, there you go. I think it's going to be good for Cody, honestly. Do you? Wherever he goes, yeah. Wherever he goes, I think it'll be good for him. 
All right. Well, so here's 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 the uh, other part of the recruiting thing, which I think is probably more impactful than doing the doing the bells and whistles, which is actually having okay. people having people call. Like, so if the White Sox said, "Hey, Joe, we're interested in this guy," you know, call this guy, just tell him <laughs> what's what, or you know, that's probably that that's not a, that's probably impactful, right? I think that is. Yeah, I think yeah. that helps a lot more than than going to visit a stadium you know yeah. what i mean <laughs> you I think, think so can, for sure why why know. going back to bellinger why do you think uh i mean you were there when he was good yeah he, weren't you i can't remember yeah he was he won the mvp yeah so but you have that was a, that's it a, you know the dodgers like that's those are foundation guys man those are those are Especially JT. I think they're just trying to rework some with JT a bit. Yeah, well, there you go. Well he I don't know he, I don't know if they'll let him go. Like I don't know if he'll find another spot. I, I did I did thank him in person. At did his, you? Uh, yeah, as a Roberto Clemente uh, induction. I was there. So thank you for being the first person to go on social media with the baseballs and boring t shirt. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, he was yeah, there was a lot going on that day. Yeah. He's like, who's this guy? <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, so is there anything uh, you want to ask me before we we go? Or you go to uh, to get ready for Christmas again? Yeah, I'm gonna grab some lunch. Um, how do you think your your uh, basketball team's gonna do this year? Excellent. Over or under? Over or under six wins? Over. Okay. You should say over or under five hundred. Over, not really. I've never had a team under five hundred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you better watch out. Celtics yeah. are calling. We all have to be good at something. You can be good at Christmas Celtics lights. Celtics are calling. You, you you can be good at Christmas lights. I'm good at running isolations. Okay. <laughs> and then we drop. We what do we what do we yell at them? Twenty. Twenty. That's it. That's twenty. It's double team and all over. It's good. See, Go you on. know our defense. You know our defense is better than our own guys know our defenses. Hey, run and gun, baby. D and three and D. There you go. Can you dunk? Oh, easy still. Still? Still. Okay. All right. Well, you want to see? Yeah. Uh, well, you want to see? You know what you can do? <laughs> what, what was that? <laughs> It's a 37-inch bird at age 34. What are you talking about? Well, I saw it was a blur. You know yeah, what? You, you didn't hear it? If, if I set this... from my lift off to when my feet hit, how high that was. If I, set this, if I set this up, okay? Uh-huh. Phoenix Suns game, because this is the closest you have to where you're going to be training. Mm-hmm. That you dunk a baseball... Uh, I'm sorry. You dunk a, a damn near perfect game book... At halftime of Phoenix Suns game. That's easy. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll do it. It's all part of the promotion. Okay. It's creative. Love it. All right. All right. Good stuff. All right. Hold on. Hey, Hold make on. sure you get that buckle hack. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I... Uh... I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. 
two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.